Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Story X Story podcast, where we discuss stories across pop culture and give you advice on creating your own. It's a special bonus episode for Wednesday, the 8th of April. I'm your co-host and my Meta co-founder, Nigel. I'm Tazzy, a streamer and co-host. And our guest today is Tori. Tori, welcome. Hi. Hello. <laughs> cool. Thanks for joining us. So uh, we're going to get into all kinds of questions around artwork, creative manga, because that's what you do. So yeah, we've just got a bunch of questions we're going to throw at you. Okay, cool. <laughs> nice. That is the agreement. All right, we can continue. <laughs> so uh, uh, just to remind listeners that you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts from. And you can also send feedback on this or any other episode um, or just like reach out on social media, MyMatter on Twitter, MyMatterTees on Instagram and Tazzy with three eyes on both. So, yeah, like I said, we're going to just talk about uh, making manga. So we've got Tori, who is an illustrator uh, a storyteller and apparently uh, a tea addict um, <laughs> and maybe most importantly actually the tea addict thing is uh, pretty important but also the winner of the 2020 manga Jiman competition so before we get into that because we're going to talk about um, your entry and winning the competition and all that just to acknowledge these weird and surreal times that we all still live under uh, i just wanted to know how this whole um, situation around the coronavirus pandemic has impacted you if it's impacted you and your work uh, as an illustrator um i don't know it's kind of almost made me more productive to be honest because now i'm <laughs> <Right>. just inside <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so there's, you know, there's a positive there, I suppose. This is good. This is this is good news for you. Is yeah. what you're saying? Well, no, <laughs> not not good news. But like, um, yeah, in terms of like work, it's been um, it hasn't really affected me too drastically, which I'm like so lucky for. There's so many professions that people are like, like this is causing such an issue but i'm really lucky i get to pretty much work from home with most of the things that i do so it's all right it's okay how about you yeah um it's uh it's been good in some ways because mm-hmm. i've been able to put more focus to like our next uh, manga story so i've been working away and making notes so there are some benefits um it's been a disaster in other ways but <laughs> like with events and things and all right like, yeah cons and yeah, stuff bands yeah being cancelled uh, a lot of them being moved to like july but just seeing how things are going i don't think july is going to be possible um yeah. yeah but i think it's one of those situations where even though it is is bad in the moment it's kind of have to take the sort of what benefits you can from it and just like you know focus on what you can control uh, especially if like you say you're able to like work from home uh, yeah. which I am so there is there are still things that I can do but yeah just trying to just navigate as uh, as best as you can really yeah 
I'm like in a similar boat. For me, it's been like, I have to, so I'm like full-time self-employed, but I do a ton of things. Yeah. Um, but like my passion is like content creation, especially around video games. Um, but I have to like try and make money while I'm doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I uh, do TV and movie extras. Um, and normally, like, I desperately try and get booked on something. Um, and it can be like one month, there'll be loads of stuff. And another month, you're just not the look that anyone needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I normally feel guilty if I don't have work, because then I'm like, oh, I don't know where I'm getting money from. But now I'm like, I can't do it. So yeah. <laughs> that mean, are you... I just get to concentrate on content creation. Yeah. <laughs> like this burden of like I need to search for shoots and try and get oh, booked right. on one. Yeah, like you just get rid of the guilt completely. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> but now I just have a ton of content that I want to create or have been asked to create and I'm like, that's too much. <laughs> it does bring a lot of focus into like what you do when it's like the only option. <laughs> when yeah. when there's a few things I've been procrastinating on and now it's like there's nothing but to do that. So yeah, there's some benefit I guess. um so uh so Tori so this being a podcast people can't see your work but uh, I'm gonna link to like your website so people can take a look at your uh, arc and everything but just for the sort of you know purpose of describing what you do tell us about your your artwork style and like any influences that um you've got from it yeah sure okay so it's quite um it's like it's stylized i wouldn't say cartoon it's more sort of it's definitely a lot of like influence from stuff like ghibli um and uh more modern webtoons are kind of quite a lot of influence have a lot of influence over it um i use quite a lot of um bright colors and i like working with lighting um yeah quite sort of i don't even I don't know, like yeah. sense, semi-realistic just like proportions, but cartoon faces. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of get yeah. that. I know it's like the it's yeah the realistic proportions and everything, but then you have certain characteristics that are, I guess, cartoony. But yeah, I don't, sometimes cartoony can come off in a negative way. But I don't mean that in a yeah, any no. sort of negative way. Is it? Yeah, it's influenced by like animation rather yeah. than. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to probably say it. <laughs> you can definitely <laughs> cool. see that in it. It is very like animated. Yeah. Oh, like that's, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> it it does look like something you'd you'd see in sort of like an animation rather than a comic. If that yeah, makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it comes so, out. It comes alive. Yeah. <laughs> And even again on your website, you do have some animatics on your website. Yeah. So, like, you are getting into animation. Like, how how did that come about? Um, I mean, since I was a kid, really, like, I've really I've loved um, like the idea of being a storyboard artist, and like, I follow a lot of storyboard artists, um, and that's really a career path that I would really love to have. But I just think it's, I don't know, like, I think it's really important especially when you're creating comics as well to look at shots um to think about like composition um i think they all kind of like lots of different mediums blend together a lot but that's why i really like to look at animation because if you can translate 
what they're doing on screen, like onto the page, I think that can make your story sort of jump out more powerfully. I think it's really important just to look at like how, like what shots people are using and what's being focused on for different emotional impacts, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot you can take from sort of uh, visual medium of film or animation yeah. into comics and it's quite funny how how much you can actually take uh, from that so I definitely see that and um, one of the things that stood out in terms of your animatics was the is it the uh, Lyra animatic yeah <laughs> uh, so I'm, like running I'm, along roofs and things yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but it looked interesting just on itself and uh, also I'm I am reading currently reading through uh, his dark materials uh, so I thought, oh okay I recognize that character <laughs> so i haven't actually watched because they did a a tv adaptation they did recently. yeah so i haven't okay. seen that i thought i'd read the books first and then uh watch the show so i, I, I think, take it yeah. you're a fan the show is great the books are amazing i don't even i don't even want to say which one i prefer because i think the show is a really good adaptation of the books like okay but definitely, yeah, you know what? Definitely finish the books first and then yeah. try it. Are you are you enjoying them? I oh, oh, yeah. they're like a childhood favorite. I love those books. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird because I'm so I'm quite a big fantasy uh, book guy. I don't yeah. I think those are the words I was searching for. Um, <laughs> I I read a lot of uh, fantasy and because uh, I remember I started with like, when I was. Uh, much younger lord of the rings and then didn't even finish the trilogy uh and then just like stopped reading for a while and then got back into fantasy uh still haven't actually finished the lord of the rings trilogy but have read a bunch of other uh authors but never even came across um his dark materials until quite recently so uh, i always thought that was quite funny so just seeing reading it um loving it uh so far and seeing the animatic on your website just uh, reminded me i need to finish so i can get to the show and then i can compare and contrast yeah yeah definitely worth it it's, yeah. it's so great <laughs> it's really good <laughs> cool. and like just for this is kind of a, a almost like a, a public service announcement question for people who are aware of like comics and animation a lot of times i run into people who just assume animation and comics are the same thing so more for those people can you like explain the difference in working with comics and illustration versus making um like animatics as you had like how much work goes into it uh <laughs> i mean a lot of work goes into both uh mediums but it's more I think you have to kind of view storyboards more as like disposable art like they're there to map out movement and composition whereas comics is more of a I mean they're both final pieces but but a comic will be more about making it look refined and especially if you're working full color as well um so I think I think comics take a lot longer than than an animatic would um but then again it depends like what style you're working in how complex the animatic like if you're i don't know like if, if, you, if you're storyboarding a scene that is just like a conversational scene that's probably gonna have a lot less like dramatic cuts and tracks and zooms and that kind of thing than mm. if you're doing like a fight scene 
So there's yeah. lots of differences. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. There's things that can map onto both, but at the same time, it's uh, both very time-consuming. Let's just say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely know that, and I feel like so. Just to clarify in my mind, also like animatics. What if you're producing a full-blown an, uh, animation? Animatics is what's used, like you say, to storyboard um, uh, the the plot and everything before you go into like full animation. Uh, whether it's sort of still 2D or, or 3D, so basically yeah. this is what everyone will will do to lay out their story for then uh, to make the final piece, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's because uh, I've not worked in animation uh, myself. Would definitely like to at some point. So it's just really cool to see like you've taken uh, that step and put together sort of the, these storyboards for. So you've got the lyra animatic mm-hmm. and you've got the uh the bikes storyboard as well yeah. so where did that story come from um yeah so, so the bikes one and the, i think there's another one on there i think it's called birds i think i think yeah um yep. so they're just like miniature um personal projects um that i really just wanted to like i kind of built a miniature story around something that i already wanted to storyboard so i wanted to storyboard um movement for the bikes one um, just for anyone listening, it's kind of just about like two girls going around on on bikes, <laughs> basically. That's all, that's all that happens, really. Um, but yeah, um, so that was what I wanted to draw, and I, for that, I looked at lots of like comics and animation that that involved vehicles and bikes in movement, um, and how you would present that in images, um, and then yeah, that sort of built a little bit of a story around it just so that I could have an excuse to make it basically <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, that's cool yeah definitely encourage people to check all those stories out um on your website um so I so I, I think we met I, we met very briefly at yes. the Japanese embassy yeah, uh, at the Manga Man competition and you did an interview with the Manga Forum podcast um, and both like Lex and Lara have been uh, on our show. So I listened to that just to kind of see, you know, how, you know, you were thinking in the moment because they interviewed you just after you won, right? Yes, pretty much. Like, cool. I think it was a, a few weeks after or a week after or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then with the, like, the competition itself, uh, you're talking about, Actually, no, before the competition, you mentioned that you had a society, like, a, was it an anime society in university? Yeah, um, yeah so it was a, a comic book production society. It was there you a full go. title. It's <laughs> really complicated. But yeah, that's, um, yeah, yeah. So um, me and a, and a friend of mine uh, basically made the society um, at uni just to kind of just to make a space for it, really. Like, like at uni, I think we had kind of the classic type of societies that you always have you've got the sports ones then you've got like art which is all sort of painting and then film completely separately so there was Mm. nothing for like people interested in animation or comics um or anything like that so we just decided uh, oh well we'll we'll just make one (laughs) cool so So you created your own society you didn't enjoy created it yes yeah that's cool and (laughs) is um is that still 
running? Do you know? Is it like? Yeah, yeah, we're still in contact with the um, the sort of president that took o- took over after we left. Um, nice. So yeah, it's still still going on, still still uh, still doing stuff, still making comics. I think, which is good. <laughs> nice, yeah. that's really good to hear. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, the man kitchen man. So for people who might not be aware. Uh, so the manga German is a competition to essentially find the best UK manga creating talent and it's held by the Japanese embassy uh, so it's in its I think I saw it's in its 13th year I think 13 yeah I think, yeah maybe if just a few years ago and I've been to the last uh, couple so the idea is they put out a, a theme and they have two categories so they have the uh, Yonkoma uh, manga which is so Yonkoma manga is like a comic strip of four panels um, with a sort of fixed structure and they have that for the younger entrance so they have like 11 to 13 and, and then the manga Jiman which is a story told across six eight four fourteen and over and they typically give a theme so they always give each year they give a theme and this year's theme was union right mm-hmm. yeah yeah union. and uh tori uh won so as i understand you this is your first entry yeah yeah uh, i hadn't heard about it actually until um until early last year um yeah a friend of mine sort of mentioned it to me uh so yeah <laughs> wow so you won on your first entry yeah <laughs> that's pretty big just because i i've heard like people have entered year after year and still not won so for you to win on your first entry is is no small feat it was pretty i was very lucky like it was, um, yeah it was um really really wonderful really nice good feeling <laughs> i can imagine yeah. um and surely after you won this on your first first entry your next thing was to go and play the lottery um, <laughs> no. oh, I should, should have been. Yeah, so sure, that's like the first thing. Like, I just immediately just Definitely buy a bunch missed of the trick there. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, not to luck. take away from the win, but <laughs> only uh, lasts for like one day, and that's it. Twenty-four yeah. hours of luck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <damn it. laughs> I think that's how it works. Definitely. All right. Well, next time you remember, yeah. <laughs> you the first time, go try everything else yeah. and see what can work. <laughs> Just a free tip for you there. Uh, so your entry uh, is called A Heart of Gold or Some Other Metal. So tell us about the story behind it um, and what went into making it. Yeah, sure. Okay, so the the story is essentially about um, a girl who uh, is an android and she, uh, or a robot, I don't know, whatever terminology you want to use. Um, <laughs> and she, uh, she walks past um, a vending machine and there's a man kind of kicking the vending machine because it's not, it's not working, like it hasn't dispensed the drink properly. Uh, and then he walks away. And so she basically uh, connects with it um, electronically and fixes the, uh, the fault in the machine and then um, walks away and the machine, like, dispenses a drink as like a thank you basically um so it's kind of a story about just empathy i suppose and like connecting with not people but like uh, objects <laughs> I suppose. Mm. um and just yeah just uh, just a story about or like a story promoting kindness which is just something that i like i personally i just love stories that that do that because 
I don't know. Like I was talking about this recently with a friend, actually. I think when you're a kid, like you gravitate towards stories that are really, that are more like dark or gory or, or that have these really edgy characters in it. But then like as an adult, I really value characters that are just genuinely kind, nice people, like way more. Yeah. They're, they're kind of hard to find quite a lot of the time. Yeah, uh, definitely. I agree with that. They're hard to create same. in a story as well. <laughs> yeah, because you need a bit of conflict in the story too. But like, yeah. Um, so yeah, in terms of like what went into it, uh, it, it wasn't. It's not very dialogue heavy. Like a lot of work that I do starts with a script, but this one was only eight pages. So I was like, okay, I don't really need a script. So I just did um, the storyboards, and then I did all of it in uh, in Photoshop. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you mentioned like it not being very dialogue heavy, and so I, I do uh, workshops or when there was a thing as uh, such a school. Um, I used to do workshops uh, with young people just like creating characters and stories and so always uh, wanted to mention to them that when you're making uh, a comic it's it's dialogue it's words but it's it's also like show so you have to use the illustrations and I think you did that uh, to really good effect in this where you can you can see the relationship between the characters i say characters one of them is a vending machine but you can see yeah. um the relationship and uh, and the empathy that that comes through just through the actions uh, the character takes so i think yeah. that's yeah it's a really good thing yeah thanks um yeah i think it's uh it is really specific to the medium of comics and i think it's really overlooked a lot of the time um but this the kind of yeah the interplay between like dialogue and and visual is really important um and really fun to work with as well mm. so and how long did it take you to make i'm always curious like just the length of time yeah. like uh, creative pieces take comics always take so much longer than i think they're going to like yeah without fail <laughs> always take longer um although i think this one um because the style i went with was pretty loose really i didn't i didn't refine a lot of the lines that much so i think I did it in about, how long did it take me? I think probably about three weeks, I think, but like not, not doing it like full time, just like sure. sort of an, an hour here and there. Um, but yeah, I think, pro- think probably it took me about, about three weeks to finish it. Okay. And like the theme, one of the things I heard on the night uh, in the embassy is that the theme of union was quite a difficult one to to create something for did you find it a challenge to create a story um around that theme yeah it was a it was a strange word to kind of try and work with but then like i think i said this on on the manga forum podcast actually um but I just, i'll repeat myself <laughs> I, don't, I don't have original thoughts <laughs> um yeah it's it's sometimes if you have like a um a more difficult prompt word or set of restrictions that can make you be more creative in a way that you didn't you hadn't thought of before so yeah it was definitely a bit of a strange one and I drafted loads of miniature stories before I chose that one um so yeah there's there's ups and downs to having a weird prompt but like I guess if it was yeah if it was something more obvious like I don't I don't even know like I don't know love 
something pizza yeah sure pizza oh love that's that's way more deeper know, than what i was same, thinking it's the same <laughs> thing isn't it really <laughs> <laughs> um then yeah you might have just had a lot of like very similar types of stories yeah, yeah. and i imagine with union because the obviously there's there's a whole selection process and things and i imagine with union the thing the first thing that comes to my mind is just like say two sides coming together which is not necessarily the best theme but i imagine there was a lot of that because with a word like this it's you have to kind of go beyond the obvious and again i think that's what your uh your piece study goes beyond the obvious of like what the first idea that comes to mind may be into something else that's a bit more meaningful thanks yeah um yeah i don't know i think i think that's the same with pretty much every idea you have like you have an idea that will be the worst one like always always <laughs> <laughs> like always rub it out and restart like at least three times otherwise it's just gonna be the first thing that came to your mind which is like inevitably not that good yeah <laughs> that does happen a lot as well uh yeah actually you touched on it you you said you had a few other ideas so this this wasn't necessarily the first idea you had and can you like shed some light on what some of the other directions you were thinking before you got to this one yeah let me try and remember like it was so far away it was like before i started storyboarding so i just kind of bullet pointed loads of random things but yeah definitely sure. first thing i went to was like oh two two sides joining together and you're thinking like okay so I don't know, like, is there a fight? Is there a war? Is there a battle? That's the first kind of place. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you think, like, okay, I don't know, two, just people with differing opinions or something. Um. And then yeah. So that's kind of like a base. And then I'm personally like a big fan of like fantasy and sci-fi and stuff. So, I've, I'll always take something like that and then. I don't know, throw some monsters at it and make it look a bit weird. <laughs> and that'll be my idea, basically. <laughs> ah, okay. And uh, I also saw on your website you had different iterations of the, the character herself. Yeah, yeah um, so I did a lot of like character designs. So um, something I really... Well, I don't struggle with it as much now as I used to, but something that's definitely still one of the dif most difficult things about making a comic is like keeping character continuity so i make sure i always do like a full character design and a character turnaround um like before i start making the comic just to make sure yeah. that the character is like looks the same in every panel <laughs> yeah yeah it was a, a good thing to good thing to do there's a there's usually a stage uh in the workshops that i do where we do like character design and i get the uh the kids to to make like a character profile so you know the whole you have the what does the character look like what's their personality um and it's always funny to see where you, you get like with kids it's sort of impatience to just like yeah i've done it and move on and always yeah. like try and impress on them like just it's good to get this like right because like you say you want the character to look and feel consistent when it comes to doing your your actual story the actual pages uh, yeah. of your manga or comic yeah exactly but, um, yeah oh, that's cute <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. Uh, it's ongoing battle with <laughs> with kids just to, get to uh, understand like the, the the different stages and why they're important. Um, yeah, we get there in the end more often uh, more often than not. <laughs> um, so yeah, with the um, 
like I said, so you won uh, the competition and just to let people know, you don't just get the, the whole prestige that comes with it. You actually get a trip to Japan. So yeah. uh, have you planned, or I guess <laughs> I was going to say, have you planned <laughs> no. your trip? No. That's not the world we live in anymore. So what, what are, yeah, what yeah, were you going to do? How was that? Now uh, well, <laughs> well, we'll see. I'm really hoping that I can still go um, after after coronavirus. Has... Yes. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, if if you know, at some point, will I yeah. get to go? <laughs> It'll be nice. <laughs> but oh, I've but got yeah, I've got um, some friends um, in Japan that I'd really love to see that I haven't seen for a, a, a few years. Um, and a friend in Hong Kong who I would really love to meet up with in Japan. So like, although obviously I'm, I really love, I really want to see Japan and like Tokyo and stuff. I'm really, really excited to just see my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we're all like just excited to see anyone other than yeah. oh my uh, God, the people yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah at least you've got that to, to look forward to like when it when we do get through this you've got a trip to japan waiting for you yes <laughs> <laughs> cool and just in terms of your your work in in general what's your like what's your plans like creatively and and what other stories you want to make or where you want to take them yeah so kind of um building stories like across across my life i've i've always had these sort of this about two major like lifelong projects <laughs> that i really want to do um that are really huge stories like they're just they're, they're so they're so big um so i want to do that at some point and i don't know whether that's going to end up being a comic or more of a novel because they're quite long and that's going to take yeah. so long to do <laughs> it's all a comic um, but before then, and like in the short term, I'm I'm working on a couple sort of shorter, smaller comic projects so that I can um, sell them at, at cons and um, hopefully post them on Webtoon as well. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the next immediate steps. Yeah, smaller, smaller stories first. <laughs> yeah, always good to start small. I mean, I say that I'm a total hypocrite. Our, our <laughs> first comic was like, um, was it? I think we did yeah, a hundred plus uh, page samurai chef uh, story. So I don't know what I'm talking about, but what you said makes sense. Start yeah. small and build your way up. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is just like throw yourself in the deep end and figure it out. Uh, try not to drown in the in the meantime. But anyway, it, it all it all works out the same. Yeah. Um, I mean, it so like, yeah, we. It eventually did. It eventually <laughs> did. So I can, I can say, yeah, I can say that uh, at least. Um, I was thinking about your, um, just your creative process, and had a couple questions about that, and just how you make your work. So, well, actually, first of all, you mentioned that you had the comic production. Comic book production society. Okay, just yeah. got to make sure I get that. Full <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. Don't worry about so, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what did you actually do at university? Was it related to artwork, uh, story writing? Is it something no. completely different? Um, so I, I actually I, I studied I studied English um, with okay. uh, yeah. with Japanese. Um, so 
uh, yeah, so I I focused a lot in the English parts of my degree, which was most of my degree, was yeah. um, I focused a lot on creative writing um, and particularly on uh, scripts um, and like screenwriting um, okay. as well as like normal creative writing. Sure. Um, so, so yeah, it, it's, it's linked in that way. Um, because a career path that I'd also really love to have is um, to to be an editor as well. Like a story has always been like the thing that that I love, <laughs> that I like to learn about. So um, so yeah, that's that's where that came from. Um, and then the Japanese was just kind of like I don't know. They just they sort of asked me in in second year if I wanted to do a language, and I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Cool. And when you are making your stories, like how do you go about it? Is it is it a case of um, outlining uh, your stories before you go into it, or do you like to just like go straight into it? I know some people do that. I don't, but no, some people do like to I, just go into it and figure it out. I I envy those people so much. Yeah, <laughs> I plan everything like down to the page, basically. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, normally I'll have like a story like a, a vague story idea or it, it's a, easier to start from like a, a story drive in, in my opinion like if you have if you have a character and you know what they want to get then basically all you need to do is put obstacles in their way <laughs> and that's yeah. basically the story yeah. so yeah so Perfect. i'll have like a yeah i'll have a story idea and then i will um plan out scene by scene what's going to happen and then i'll write the dialogue for each scene then a storyboard and then the final piece <laughs> so there's okay. lots of planning <laughs> yeah no i totally get that I, I i definitely am a fan of outlining i like to once i get to the point of actually writing the story sort of i, I feel if you do enough outlining that in a way the story kind of writes itself to a certain yeah. extent where kind of once you like you say you know what um people's goals are in in the story you kind of then okay then this kind of has to happen or something like this has to happen and then you kind of re react from there and uh, and voila there goes your story eventually <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just kind of following the logic of it like if you understand your characters well enough like this is this is not foolproof by the way like you can think you you can think you've planned everything super well oh, yeah. and then it just doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ideally, if you kind of know your characters well enough, like the rest of the story kind of tells itself just with logic. Like you can be like, okay, so then what would they do? Like, and then they just do that <laughs> and it makes mm. sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Just lead up from there. No, totally. I totally get that. Uh, all right. So yeah, I kind of wanted to uh, end this part of the interview just to get a storytelling tip from you um, a lot of times when we do the podcast I like to uh, give a some kind of story tip just for people who might be creating their own stories or just interested in the process and the, yeah the great thing about having a, a guest on that uh, does create their stories is I can just like ask you and sit back and listen <laughs> instead so um, yeah is there is there a tip that you have that you can share yeah sure so I think kind of the main the main thing is to um, properly take the time to analyze your favorite scenes, be it like animation or comics or novel, whatever format 
um, if there if there's a scene that you really really love, like figure out what it is about that that's making it so powerful, and then you can like utilize that in your own work. So like mm. an example that I have, I didn't. By the way, I was prepped for this question. Like <laughs> that's, that's why I have this. <laughs> oh no, this is totally off the top. Off the top <laughs> yeah, completely off the top of yeah. my head. Isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah. So um, yeah, just an example is like um. I really love in stories, there's a couple of different examples, but in stories where you can tell that a friendship is really, really strong and that two characters are really close. So I kind of took the time to analyze that um, in various stories that I think do it really well. And you, I kind of got it down to like three points. And it's basically um, like they can joke at each other's exp- expense, but have a non-aggressive reaction like they can laugh about it and then two is like they normally side with each other on matters and like side against other people with mutual reactions and then what's the third one third one is like they don't normally verbalize that their love for each other or they're like how close they are like i think that that's really what throws it off like if two characters say like aren't we the best of friends and you're like (laughs) 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 so uh yeah so that's kind of how i like to do things okay is there any particular like medium you you like to analyze like is it is it film was it cartoons anime um i don't know i think I think you can see so this one I didn't prep you for. So no, I didn't prep. <laughs> this, is, this is spontaneous. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I think you can you can have really strong emotional reactions to most mediums. So I like to analyze pretty much all of them, and then uh, yeah, and then bring it into whatever I happen to be working in at at the time. Obviously, there's different techniques that go into different things. Um, to, to create the same emotion but story-wise I think they all kind of share a lot of similarities yeah 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 I get that cool all right no uh thank you for the tip and yeah just a shout out to any other storytellers that might be listening just let us know what you think about um sort of analyzing different mediums uh, if you have a favorite as well um please feel free to send us uh, feedback um and yeah we'll shower out on a future episode so yeah um we're gonna i'm gonna pass off to tazzy and um just for a few other questions but yeah it's uh been good to get your perspective on like creating stories and like any uh those tips that you've given along the way yeah cool <laughs> So yeah, we're going to go on to some questions that are kind of like a bit more fun. Not to say the other questions were not fun, <laughs> yeah, just, not the correct just, words, <laughs> but they're, <laughs> they're just a little more off topic, I guess. Okay. Um, <laughs> off topic section. Yeah. Um, yeah. So first of all, um, obviously your uh, story that one um, was a involved a vending machine um, so have you ever actually had to shake a vending machine to get you know a uh, something you've paid for it's not come out and you're like please have you ever done it yourself no, <laughs> no. Uh, I, I thought this was based on a true story 
Oh, sorry, sorry to disappoint. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think we don't really have that many. Like, well, we do. That's a lie. Just in my life, I haven't really seen that many vending machines <laughs> or, or used that many. To be honest, how, how about you? Have you ever been in that situation? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I have, but I also can't say I haven't. Um, because <laughs> my memory, like, is not the best with everything. I remember the most random things and then completely forget what I said, like, five minutes ago. So, <laughs> I feel like it has happened. But I haven't done the shaking. I feel like then someone's come and, like, you know, been my saviour. <laughs> like done I the just... dirty deed for you. <laughs> Like if it if it if it really happened, I'd probably just I just like frown at the machine and then leave. <laughs> like I wouldn't be bothered to, to try and get it. Like how dare you? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty going. much. <laughs> like oh, that's my luck for today. Oh well. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so obviously lockdown, we know. Um, yep. And you said you've been really productive. Uh, but have you done any like catching up on TV shows, books, video games, anything like that? Yeah. So, um, hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I've just finished Fruits Basket. I don't know if you've seen that, but it's it's a book series. It. It's a yeah. book series that I really really love. It's a, it's a manga series from when I was a kid, and then they've recently made it into an anime again. Um, so I was just finished watching that, which was really good. Like, really, really good. You should definitely go watch that. <laughs> I'll add it to my list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Miles long list, I'm sure. Yep. <laughs> then, what else was I doing? Um, yeah, so I've been playing Subnautica. Do you know that game? Yeah, I've watched some gameplay of it, but I've, I have it because they uh-huh. were, like, giving it away free on Epic. But I haven't played it yet. How are it- you finding it? Okay, so it depends on how scared of the ocean you are. <laughs> I am. T- I didn't realize how scared I am, but I am terrified of the ocean. <laughs> this probably... game made do you realize that? Yeah. I, well, I kind of. I always. I always knew I didn't really like it, but then I now know that I. I cannot deal with it at all. Like I'm so scared of. Even, okay, so this is right at the beginning of the game. They drop you in a place called Safe Shallows. Um, Mm -hmm. I was too scared to, like, go beyond the coral of Safe Shallows (laughs) for so long. (laughs) It was bad. I feel like the ocean is, like, the step before space. It's so, like, deep and vast. Yeah, that's, that's true. But also, we we have the ocean it's right there it's right there and it's full of things and we don't know what's in it and i hate that (laughs) you got like anything could be living down there you know some like godzilla-esque monsters or they're just lying dormant waiting for i don't know now when we're not really roaming the earth as much The end of coronavirus is just like giant sea leviathan comes out and you're like, oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, the end is now. Um, <laughs> I mean, I can get it. Like, I am a complete scaredy cat. Um, and I 
for a while had like a series going on my on my Twitch channel where I play like horror games um every, like once a month on a, a Friday or a Thursday evening and I tell you this I haven't played a horror since October because October I done like a whole month of it like I played through uh the Blair Witch game right. I haven't picked one up since because I'm too scared <laughs> <laughs> I don't know horror. I'm I'm fine with horror. I really like horror, to be honest. But nah, anything to do with the ocean. No. Yeah. yeah. No, no. no, thank you. Stay in a nice shallow and yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. so yeah, are you like really scared of SpongeBob? Because that <laughs> takes place in the so like a is that a different viewing experience for you? This is oh my gosh, you're gonna hate me. I don't like SpongeBob. Like really? Yeah. Wow. I get that. I'm, this causes a lot of rifts with I could, uh, I could see that. I don't know how people. you can not like SpongeBob. I'm in the middle, like I'm like there's some funny episodes, but I don't I don't get it how other people are like like really into it. I'm like, you know, as cartoons go, it's not really up there on my people, like top anything list. <laughs> top meme list, it. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, people people properly adore it. I think if you watched it as a kid, then you probably really like it, but I I didn't, so I don't have that connection with it. So mm. now I'm just like, ah, oh, I'm not going. Let's let's not talk about this actually. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm way more of like a George Shrinks girl myself. <laughs> that was like one of the shows I loved. Wait, which what was that? Was that George Shrinks? Ah, so I think I've heard of that. Oh, it was so good. It was on Channel Five, so I guess like a lot of people didn't watch it, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I think a lot of those shows, like, Spongebob was, like, what, is it Nickelodeon or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, And so a lot of, like, there's a lot of shows that, for me, I, like, just didn't grow up watching because they were not on, like, the five channels. Mm-hmm. Or they they were, but, like, had, like, one slot. And everyone else sort of, like, watched them on, on like, the the more expensive channels, you know. <laughs> The ones you had to like pay a package for, and uh, so they got that chance to like really love them. But I'm like, unless they were like one of the shows that really were regularly on like channels one to five, like I wasn't watching it. (laughs) There's a lot of shows that like, like I I watched as a kid, but only but not like in the right order because they'd only air really random episodes. So then, like, let's say, um, so like Avatar: The Last Airbender, right? Like yeah. I watched really random episodes of that when I was a kid, and then I watched it properly when I was like thirteen or something, I think, because I like found yeah. it and I was like, okay, now we're gonna watch it. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, there's a lot of um, anime for me. Like, I started grow, I started watching anime know, around like ten or eleven, but all on the internet. Like, I don't watch it on the TV apart from like Pokemon. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was in the mornings, in the mornings before school, you watch Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I totally feel you there. Um, yeah, that like random episode thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Like, so tea addicts, I want to know more about this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it like English breakfast tea or is it just tea in general? It's... Is it a whole umbrella of tea? <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> Uh, no, it's okay. So I, I will drink most kinds of tea, really, but it's 
it's it's English breakfast tea. There's but it's 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 bad. There's so many cups of tea a day because you because right because people make you tea as like a as like a nice kind of how how are you doing like are you you okay type of things people will come into your room and make you a tea and then it's like oh hello and they'll make you a tea when when you when you want to chat with someone and then you have tea when you're gonna sit down and work and then also a very british interaction we have (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's it's pretty weird actually but but yeah i really think people use it as like a kind of like a, a time stamp people are like okay when i finish this cup of tea i will do the next task in my day <laughs> if that makes sense yeah so, it's one of those like tools that you know it's used like across different things like oh yeah. how you doing do you want a tea i think even like in workplaces if you're if you work in an office or something people i did notice when i worked in the office it's like how much people drink tea but it's like an excuse to go up and make a cup of tea have a little chit chat yeah. Like, <laughs> and no one says anything because they're like, "Well, you're making tea, like priorities." <laughs> like, you don't need nearly as much. Like, you don't you don't need a drink that much. Like, you don't you really don't need it. But yeah, and no, I don't know. There's not really that much caffeine in tea, really. I think there's not really anything in it. I don't think. So I I wonder now if I would actually. If I, if I tried to have a whole day or I didn't have a cup of tea, I wonder if I'd feel the effects at all. Maybe Don't that's know. a challenge. <laughs> Quarantine <laughs> challenge. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's a good idea. <laughs> so how how much is like too much tea though? Just I'm not I'm not a tea drinker. I te- drink like herbal teas and I have like one every few days. I don't really okay. drink like. Well, then you English. get like green teas and like yeah herbal. I'm a bit of a green tea addict. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's a regular regular diet of like green tea I've I've got going on. Green tea is really good for you, right? Is that that's the one that's really good for you? I think. That's yeah, I learned this. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it wasn't the reason I started drinking, or maybe it was. I can't remember. I just I just woke up and suddenly I'm drinking green tea and it never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had so I like I really like just flavored teas. Um, and because I don't drink like English breakfast too much, I'm, yeah. I'm not a fan. Like once in a while, I'll be like, okay, I feel like a cuppa. Uh, but I generally don't. So it's kind of like my way of, of interacting with the coffee and tea world without drinking coffee and tea, you know. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'll have like a nice mint tea or a, I don't know. Uh, I have like elderflower or echinacea or something. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, but like, so I drink that a lot and it's quite, I have like a, I had a pucker advent calendar uh, and I was just like, day tea, but I found I don't drink it as much now. I don't know why. I always like, I always think they sound really, really nice. Like there was one, what was it? I think my friend got me one that was like creme brulee tea or something. And it was like the best thing I'd ever had because it was really sweet. And nice i just i like sugar that's the thing that's the, <laughs> that's the problem I yeah. Think. um but yeah when it comes to like fruit teas and things i always want them to taste really nice and then they just kind of taste like sort of like hot ribena to me i don't know i think you've got to get the right ones you know i've definitely had some that i'm like this is just subpar <laughs> you know have you got like a favorite like, like an absolute favorite one or not not really no it really depends on my mood you know like mm-hmm. 
sometimes I really want like something sweet, and so I'll go for like a berry, a something berry tea. Um, you don't want for like when you're angry, like an, an angry tea. Well, well, do you know what's really nice? Like the pucker teas, they they don't have like they're not like oh it's a chamomile tea. Like mm. well, they do some of them, they do, but they'll have like a this like keep calm or a okay feel feel new like yeah. so you feel like you're drinking a feeling because you're okay. like oh today like I want to like one's like a nice like relaxing nighttime you're like yeah I, I want to relax at nighttime <laughs> or you wake up and you're like yeah. I want to feel new this morning so placebo effect basically yeah um but there's like an echinacea um a wild berry and echinacea one that I really like it's quite sweet um and like I feel like I'm being really healthy because like echinacea is supposed to be really good for your immune system so I'm like yeah <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. yes um yeah so maybe we should move on from teas I feel like this could okay. be a very long conversation <laughs> um what are some of your like favorite manga, comic books, graphic no- novels, anything sort of along those lines? Oh, okay. So my sort of absolute favorite um, that will I don't think it will ever be beaten is um, Full Metal Alchemist. That is my favorite. That's incredible. If anyone on this earth hasn't hasn't read that yet, go read it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's my favorite one. And then others, I don't I don't know like. That's that's the main one I love. And then recently I've read, what was it called? There, there's a creator that I really really like at, at the moment. Um, so she's got one book that's called um, The Gods Lie, and another series that's called The Golden Sheep. I don't remember her name. Um, but those are the books. Those are really really good. And I haven't heard lots of people talking about them, but they're really really good. Worth it. <laughs> okay. Hmm, interesting. But yeah, I definitely uh Full Metal Alchemist, I've watched the the uh anime. Have you watched um, Brotherhood or have you watched the original? Brotherhood, Brotherhood. Okay, okay. Um yeah, absolutely excellent. Like I've not read the manga, I'm really bad at re- uh, reading manga. Um It's pretty much the same as Brotherhood, like it's almost scene for scene, I think, Brotherhood. For, for the yeah. for the manga, it's really good. Yeah, I'm so. working my way through Brotherhood. Yeah, yeah. How you feeling so far? Yeah, no, it's really good. I um I had to pause watching it and I come back to it just because you know sometimes, uh, sometimes you watch things and it's kind of in the background, and you can <laughs> watch it. And some things you have to pay full attention. Yeah, so you can't I, background. <laughs> yeah, I started background watching it, and then I I, I just noticed actually. I need to pay full attention to this. So let me let me stop doing this background stuff and let me come back and yeah. give my full attention. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. But I really liked it um, so far. Where did yeah. you get to without spoilers, if you can remember, or is it all sort of a blur? Um, <laughs> no, it was uh, I was really early. So he was the um, philosopher's stone. So I was just that early. There, yeah, there, around there. I don't want to okay. say too much. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely yeah, one you have to pay attention to. Because yeah. there's all like things that connect and fall into place. And then if yeah, they like mention it, you're gonna be small. like what? Like you're not gonna quite yeah. get that that impact yeah. of there's not one thing I think that happens in that whole series that 
doesn't mean something by the end. Like, that yeah. isn't relevant. It's so yeah. good. They, they yeah, do not know what filler means. It's great. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good thing in uh, anime, when they don't know what the meaning yeah. of the word filler. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, no, thank you for joining us, Tori. It's been a yeah, really good chatting to you. Thanks for having me. It was good. It's good fun. <laughs> no worries. Um, yeah, just uh, another reminder: this episode and all our episodes will be available wherever you get your podcasts, and you can also support us on Patreon to get episodes twenty-four hours early. And another reminder that we also make manga, so you can check out um, all our manga, including the newest one, Hot Lunch Volume One, which is available on our website and nowhere else because I'm not leaving the house. Um, and yeah, so thanks for listening to this bonus episode. So we're going to have more special episodes as we're all stuck in quarantine. Uh, we have schedule. We're changing the schedule because we've got more time to do a few more episodes. So just look out for a few extra episodes here and there being squeezed into basically just like subscribe to us and you'll get notified when episodes um, go live. Our email address is feedback at mayamada.com. You can send feedback on anything we've discussed today. And our website is mymatter.com forward slash story x story. Uh, stay tuned until next time. Mm-hmm.